I used to love sitting down with my grandfather telling me stories of old. The older and better days, he used to say. Well, he's no longer here to share those stories, and I wish I'd catalogued them. That's why I felt such an affinity to Tom, a listener from Alabama, now living in Berlin, who started sending us recordings of his memories of growing up. Enjoy this short, true story, read by Tom himself, in this special edition of the show we're calling Reminiscing with Tom. Childhood dreams. I do admire people who said they knew what they were going to do even as a child for an occupation in life. I do remember, as I mentioned before, my Uncle Arthur's bedroom in Grandma's big house out in Whistler, where he had all the model aircraft hanging from the ceilings and occupying any flat surface he could put them on. But I can't remember exactly when the thought of flying first came to mind as a child. But I do know that the thought or dream occurred to me many times as we drove to my grandparents' farm, about 100 miles north of Mobile. There are only highways through the countryside and no such thing as freeways. Highway 31 was the one that took us through the peanut and cotton fields to my grandparents' little farm. Along Highway 31, there were a couple of small airports with grass landing strips. The most common aircraft tied down were Piper J3 Cubs and Aronkas and Air Coops. Most people nowadays still call a small plane a Piper Cub, no matter what make it is. Now, to while away the boredom of sitting in the back of the car and listening to your parents talk, and also the boredom of the same old scenery flashing by, I would pretend to fly one of these aircraft. I would take off from a little grass strip and fly between the trees and over the power lines, and then sometimes catch up with my dad's car and fly inverted overhead, and then high into the air and landing on the farmer's plowed field and taking off again to only try to catch up with Dad again. My dad never knew of this activity going on around him. Also, near Grandmother Williams' house was the Whistler Airport. Later on, it was no longer in use. They built the do drive-in theater, which I've mentioned also in the past. The little airport was the same as the others, a grass strip. had typical yellow Piper Cubs tied down outside, a small wooden building, I would call them a shack maybe, which was uh, used as a mechanics repair shop and also he had a little room there for an office. Notes were posted, as I remember, inside such as maintenance fees, hourly fees, $15 per hour. If you watch, $25 per hour. So you can see he didn't want to be bothered. He didn't want someone looking over his shoulder. If you need it real soon, $50 an hour. Wow. (laughs) Then warnings were posted. Takeoffs, well, is optional. 
Landings are mandatory. And one of the most important things is the runway behind you is of no use. Think about that for a moment. Now, were these words burned into my mind and one of the toughest flight instructors that a person could ever wish for, who has saved my life on a couple occasions, I later acquired my pilot's license, my childhood dream. So all I can say is follow those childhood dreams if you can. Sincerely, Tom. Tune in again next time for more Reminiscing with Tom.